and welcome to another podcast for K-Dog and Fish. I am Fish. I'm K-Dog. And today's topic, I am so excited about this. It is best road trip comedies of all time. Yes. It's like we, the, the list, honestly, we're trying to keep our podcast to like our full length uh, podcast to like 45 minutes to an hour. Hour max. We could literally talk about this for six and a half days straight. Pretty much. It's pretty much amazing. But the best movies are road trip movies. I, it's our list. The list is so long, but I, I would like to, um, let's kick it off. Like what, just off the top of your head, what's your favorite road trip comedy? Planes, trains, and automobiles. And I, I knew you were going to say that. I know. It's, hard to, <laughs> it's tough to say that, though, because there's so many. Like, when we talked about this, like, do we do do we go through a list of some amazing road trip movies and then top it off with our top five? But I don't even know really how to even do a top five. No, like, it's, it's pretty tough. so amazing. But let's, like, all right, let's talk about planes, trains, and automobiles, and then we'll we'll kind of we'll jibber-jabber. We'll, we'll go back and forth. We'll see which ones I like, which ones you like. But, yep. I mean, that's top of the list right there. Mike, uh, it's uh, John Hughes, Yeah, right? John Hughes. I don't yeah, know where yeah. it's Mike. I don't really Mike, know where that was no. coming from. No. John Hughes. Mike Nichols? Uh, maybe. maybe. I, I knew I was going to say. Actually, I went to high school with a Mike Hughes, and I think yeah. that's where my brain went. Silly there for a second. Oh. But John Hughes. Did you talk to him lately? Uh, no. It's weird that he's on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say Hughes, and then Mike came out. That's weird. He's a super sweet guy. I don't know. How do you know? You haven't talked to him in a while. He could be a real dick by now. <laughs> Mike, you know? if you end up listening to this, you're a stand-up, stand-up guy. Maybe. <laughs> I hope so. Maybe he's in prison for a double homicide. I know. No, that's not true. Um, oh. Well, we're friends on Facebook, so I, oh. I know he's not in prison. Oh, okay. Well, super sweet. Su- sweet boy. <laughs> Sure. 42-year-old man. Okay. Um, I'm taking the high road in this one. John Hughes, which is what I was trying to say. Yes. A brilliant man behind yeah. many, 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 many movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually has... John Hughes is behind a lot of road trip movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't he write the screenplay for Vacation? For Vacation, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, we can talk about that one next, but off the... Like, which, what, what makes... Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, your favorite road trip comedy. Oh, just uh, by far the yin and the yang of Martin and Candy. Like, it's just so funny. So well written. I mean, and so many other road trip movies have spun off of this, right? But, I mean, I don't know. It's just so well written. And if I had to pick between the two of them, who I liked better, I mean, it's got to be Steve Martin. I mean, just the way he responded to... John Candy's over-the-top annoyance and who he is as a human, you know? You know to what? then circle around to the end, it makes you want to cry, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, which is what John Hughes is good at, right? John Hughes is a, was, you know, was a genius. Yeah, make like. you laugh your ass off and then cry yourself to sleep. So, <laughs> yeah. Didn't I actually found what I liked most was that this is one of the first times Steve Martin was really the straight man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could say that. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you look at the jerk and mm-hmm. and his classics, he's very zany. He's mm-hmm. very out there. Yeah. And in this movie, he's like, I want to put it to a modern comparison. He's uh, like a Jason Bateman. Yeah, David Spade. Same, yeah, like straight arrow character. Sarcasm. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah. Sarcasm yeah. is coming out, but he's a straight man in this movie where yeah. John Candy is the yeah. the goofball. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and it's funny because I know I do know a little bit about planes and trains and automobiles because I did do some research on it um, even before we even talked about this podcast, just because I liked it so much. Yeah, I know it's one um, of your favorites. It's just funny that you know John Hughes actually wanted originally he wanted Tom Hanks to play the Steve Martin role. Huh, I could see that. Uh, which whose character's name is Neil Page, um, but Tom Hanks couldn't do it because he was doing Big. Oh, okay. so that's why. But he also wanted John Travolta to play. The Dell character, John Candy, which I just can't. No. I, I don't even. I no. don't see that. I don't even understand that. So no, that no. Yeah, I, I, that to me was. I don't know. I didn't. I don't see that. I, if they did that, the movie I think would have bombed. They they wouldn't have played off each other. Yeah, in that, my opinion, you know. No, so, I mean better know. casting choice with John Candy. Yeah, may he rest in peace. Yeah, miss John Candy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. No, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah I, that would just be weird. John yeah. Travolta is the candy part. Yeah, and the rumor is uh, the reason they didn't go forward with with uh, John Travolta was because at that time the studios felt that he wasn't bankable. Yeah, because his last three movies were Staying Alive, Two of a Kind, and Perfect, and all yeah. three of those movies just did not perform. Again, trying to do the sequel to Saturday Night Fever with yeah. Staying Alive reuniting Olivia Newton John yeah in two of a kind just couldn't couldn't catch couldn't it. resonate with the audience so John Travolta, which is great because it wouldn't have worked for planes trains and automobiles no not even a little bit yeah like John Travolta started to get a bit back around that time of planes trains and automobiles with look who's talking yeah but even though that one the one not the sequels the first was was successful mm-hmm. it really came down to the to the the over the voiceover of the baby yeah like it wasn't really like oh john travolta made this movie yeah amazing he's just in it he didn't really make his real real comeback until pulp fiction oh yeah he was he was out yeah he was done and then pulp fiction launched him back in yeah and now he's out again (laughs) well i mean that's yeah that's his own fault but (laughs) i started watching Gotti the other night on netflix i turned it off i just Uh, i can't i yeah, he had a good run. Oh I mean, no, I mean, John I'm, not, been... I'm not knocking John Travolta. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, hey, you know, no problem. I mean, he's got some great. I mean, Face Off. I mean, I don't. Oh, yeah. I still think that's an. Un, I hear a lot of people bashing Face Off. I thought that was an absolutely great movie. I love that movie. You know, I thought Nicolas Cage and John Travolta did a smashing job on it. John Woo. I thought, Am I right on that? I think. I think it's yeah, John it was Woo, John yeah. Woo. Yeah, great movie, but it gets bashed a lot because I mean, it's an over the top premise, but. It's so good, though. Yeah, I mean, but still, I mean, really over the top premise. That's what we're talking about now. (laughs) I think John, like John Travolta's mid to late nineties comeback, yeah, after Pulp Fiction is amazing. Yeah, I just, I totally agree with you when he's on that kind of a slump and putting him in this kind of a a John Hughes comedy with Steve Martin Mm -hmm. or whoever else they may have had in mind at the time. Yeah, no, big mistake. Planes, trains, and automobiles. No, is Steve Martin and John Candy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I I can tell you my, fa- just off the top of my head, favorite scene is those aren't pillows. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, of course. Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, there's so many, so many funny, fun points, but, and I haven't watched the movie in 20 years. I watched it last week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Start to finish. <laughs> and I, I haven't seen it in forever, but you will, once in a while, as movie, like where people will come to know uh, listening to our podcast and watching our YouTube and our content, there we love Funko and we love movies. Like yeah. we love movies, like nobody knows movies. Mm-hmm. And 
we I to this day, even though I haven't seen planes, trains, and automobiles in forever, you always, as a movie buff, will remember that one scene or that one line mm-hmm. that makes you reminisce fondly about a movie. Mm-hmm. That to me is that that whole motel scene is just oh um, yeah yeah insanely funny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Even him washing his face in the sink with John Candy's underwear yeah. and everything just, that just that set the tone for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Right? Because that was their first night in the hotel room. Yeah. Same bed. Blah, 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 blah. They got robbed. All that kind of stuff. And then that just set the whole movie off. That whole one night set everything off. So It's it's just the classic. And like you said, it sets the tone for other road trip comedies. And you're really playing off of that original. If you look way back, like the odd couple Mm -hmm. where you've got the straight guy, straight, straight man, sort of, you know, neat, proper successful and mm-hmm. how do you how does he coexist even in a small space with a you know a, a slob and right. i'm gonna put air quote fingers that you can't see right but that premise has been you know around a long time yeah but how you do it in a in a in a road trip comedy was really i mean planes trains and automobiles just that combo that set mm-hmm. could just is just timeless yeah well yeah and it set the table for tommy boy yeah set the table for due date todd yeah. phillips did an awesome job on yeah. that you know again downey jr knocking out the neil page character and yeah zach galifianakis playing off i can never say his last name well, galifianakis 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 red jacket green jacket <laughs> anyways i just at the end of the day i mean he nailed the you know arguably the dell character you know, yeah. if you want to put it in the in the realm of planes, trains, and automobiles. You yeah. Know? So, and then of course, I mean, easily could be tied for me for number one would be Tommy Boy. Obviously, you know, I mean, launched oh my Chris God. Farley, launched David Spade. You know, yeah. um, it's too bad they rushed Black Sheep afterwards, but that's another podcast. You yeah, know? but I'm, they're trying know. to catch lightning in a bottle, right? Yeah, well, of course. But and even though Tommy, here's a funny thing. So if we want to, unless you had anything else you wanted to add about planes, trains, and automobiles, well, I could talk about planes, trains, and automobiles for the entire podcast. But so let's just move on. Cause but uh, <laughs> Tommy Boy, like to me, I mean, it didn't make a lot of money. It no. did, it only did about thirty seven million domestic. It wasn't released overseas, but yeah. I don't think it cost a lot to make. But, but if was, you actually watch the Chris Farley documentary, I Am Farley, mm-hmm. uh, Lauren Michaels talks about how theoretically Tommy Boy was was considered a flop. Mm-hmm. And it really hurt Chris Farley. Yeah. That he was viewed as a, the movie was his first standalone, theoretically standalone movie. Yeah. Was a flop. And it killed him that it was a flop. And then it just became this cult. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's everybody knows Tommy Boy. It's one of those know? things like where a movie is may not do well in domestic box office. Mm-hmm. But comes out on at that time like vhs and dvd mm-hmm. uh dvd in 1995 it was uh, i don't think so i think maybe pretty soon to that but later not, yeah it's a pretty little close. later it's pretty close yeah the cult watching and quoting and mm-hmm. like it becomes bigger than the box office says it does and then also becomes resonates and becomes part of that generation. Yeah, like part, part of our, our culture. Yeah, our generation, right? So that was one of the movies we grew up with, right? Yeah. So yeah. And in Tommy Boy, so always think about like one. It was I don't know if you knew this, but it was entirely filmed in Canada. 
for the most part. Mm, I didn't know that. So you can actually see, I remember this uh, um, scene where they're driving through one of the towns and it's like a TD bank. And like okay. there's de- you can definitely tell most of it. And I think, I mean, a lot of films pretend that they're shot in the U.S. and yeah. filmed in Canada yeah. for monetary yeah, reasons. This was in Sandusky, Ohio or whatever. Yeah. yeah so they yeah, had yeah. to, uh, so they were, and they were both still on SNL. Mm-hmm. So they had to fly back and forth yeah. uh, doing um, uh, tapings and, and readings and everything with SNL. And right. then, and both of them yeah. back and forth between mm-hmm. New York and Toronto for yeah. the film, which is yeah, really crazy. cool. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy though. I mean, yeah. So, and originally, even though I thought this movie was like completely written for them, mm-hmm. I guess it wasn't. And the initial uh, choice to play David Spade's character was Christian Slater. Yeah, it's which is just I don't even see that dumb. Like I, I can't even see that being. What did your disc, What did your Tommy book come out? On I I want to say ninety five. Ninety five. That sounds about right. So what was Chris? Christian Slater even doing in because uh, Cuffs was earlier than oh that. Cuffs God, was like I love Cuffs ni- no, ninety eight. No, was it ninety? Eighty nine, ninety. Cuffs is a great movie. Pump up the volume was around that time. I'm gonna look this up quickly for us, but uh, wasn't he in Young Guns two? Young Guns one? Young Guns two? <laughs> he's in some of the guns. He's in what? He's in, he's in the guns. <laughs> I don't know which one, but he was in. Uh, I'm not sure, but one or uh, two. I don't know. I don't even remember. I mean, in the mid '90s, let's see what he was doing in the mid '90s. I recently rewatched Young Guns, the first one. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Cuffs still, was '92. Stands up. Cuffs '92. All right. '92. Uh, True Romance. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a road trip movie too. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Tommy Boy, I'm I wanna I'm almost a thousand percent that it was '95. Mm. Yeah, '95. I was right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, also, do you remember? This is, that's the toll Tommy, uh, uh, Chris Farley thing. Do you remember at the time? Remember that, that <laughs> yeah. skit on SNL? Yeah, with Paul McCartney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember uh, the scene, the chicken wings? Yeah. yeah. So there's that waitress, yeah. Helen, that was yeah. supposed to be Roseanne Barr. Oh, that would have been and funny. And that didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. But th- I think that would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been really funny. Yeah. 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 She was too busy at the time to appear. I mean, there's so many oh, cool yeah. her things. Sarc- the sarcasm she would have thrown back at Farley, that would have been funny. Yeah. 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 Uh, man, I don't know. I Also, I read once uh, that the original title was supposed to be called uh, Billy the Third, a Midwestern. And they changed it because Lorne Michaels was also working with Adam Sandler on Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. So they changed the character... Uh, to Tommy Boy, but other names that they considered for the for the the title of the movie were Fat Chance, okay, <laughs> which is just mean, yeah, <laughs> and XL, which I don't like what it played at all. But Tommy Boy Those just horrible, horrible, <laughs> horrible titles. XL, uh, yeah, XL, which doesn't make any sense. I get Fat Chance makes sense. It's a play on the words i get that i guess their chance of keeping the company alive and it's mean it's pretty mean <laughs> pretty mean yeah but i mean i i love that movie so much yeah it's it's just like an absolute classic like my oh, favorite yeah. comedies of the 90s and i know we're focusing on road trip comedies yeah but like billy madison and happy gilmore yeah. and lot of SNL. But even like, I would say, and this is going to be another podcast we should probably go to, but 
Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, all of those didn't have what Tommy Boy had, which was start to finish, didn't drop off for a second. You know what I mean? It was just... It's funny, start to finish. Start to finish. Whereas yeah. I, I still think Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison had a little bit of a drop off in the middle here and there. You know, I didn't really think it flowed as the way Tommy Boy just flows. Yeah. Like it just, like by the time you don't even realize it, and all of a sudden they're in the in the elevator with Selinsky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just, it flows. Great cameo by yeah. uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. I just, I definitely felt the, like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison didn't feel it flowed the way Tommy Boy did. Hmm. In my opinion, again, doesn't mean much, but it's just my opinion. You know? <laughs> well, this is what podcasts are all about. Yeah, well, I yeah. am entitled to my opinion, and you can whatever. It's, you can jog on if you don't know. Yeah, if you don't like it, then get your own microphone. Uh, hey, there you go. You know. Yeah. Uh, also, Tommy Boy. I was talking about how it was shot in Canada. So mm. you remember that scene where um, they're watching Zelensky's commercial? Yeah, and that's a Canadian tire. That makes sense. I, I like probably the re- whole backdrop. If I rewatched if it now, I'd be that, like, "Yeah, you'd be like, holy, yeah. Shit, that's yeah. Canadian Tire." Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I and there's a bunch of Canadian um, actors filling in the like small roles, like the guy who David Spade asked for directions, and he's yeah. like, "Well, morons here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that guy's that a Canadian so actor, yeah. uh, and also the comedian Canadian comedian. From the West Coast. Oh, what's his name? Sorry, East Coast. East, like, Newfie, uh, comedian. He played one of the security guards in the bank when Tommy oh, tried to rob oh, it. Oh, yeah. I know exactly oh, who you're talking about. what's that about. guy's name? The, sh- the little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the short security guard. Oh, God. Ron something. I think you're right. Ron James? It is Ron James. I think you were 100% right. It's Ron James. I'm just going to check oh, the... Oh, uh, what do I win? I'm going to run the... Ca- you win my undying respect. Oh, great. For movie trivia, which means absolutely nothing. I thought I was going to get something of value. You get absolutely yeah, <laughs> zero of value of my opinion. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, Ron James. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's a lot of Canadian kind of ties amazing. in. And even, I mean, Dan Aykroyd's Canadian. Like, yeah. Oh, I always feel, you can feel it's a Canadian production when you when you watch Tommy Boy. And I, yeah. I probably watch Tommy Boy, I would say, more than any other 90s comedy mm-hmm. like most times since it's i've owned it or saw it in the theaters i, I think mm-hmm. i've watched tommy boy one of the most rewatched movies of my life mm-hmm. well there's a lot of awesome road trip movies in the 90s but in the 80s too i mean you go back to the 80s you had i mean rain man that's 88 I think. not really road trip comedy no but i'm saying it was but still road trip road movie, trip yeah. you know um you can also thelma and louise again kind yeah. of a comedy Introduced us to Brad Pitt. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, they yeah. had some funny moments. Not the end when they drove off the cliff. No, I mean that's just sad. But I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Um. But I mean, also for me, one that's a, a movie that I think is completely underrated and it's an awesome road trip movie, and it was set in the '80s, or not set in the '80s, but filmed in the '80s, which would be Midnight Run. Oh my gosh! Like a lot I of people don't talk Midnight about Midnight Run. Run. You know, I mean, it's De Niro, Groden. I know, I know a lot about that movie too because it's also one of my favorite movies. Yeah, uh, it's just great just a great movie great cast we finally finally yeah. finally waited for it and i bought it for you yeah the blu-ray yep yep a midnight run it took forever for that to be released because the yep. original uh release was 1988 88 yeah 88 yeah. who directed it it was directed by oh it was directed by I remember... oh, uh martin breast 
Yeah, and he also what else did he do? He did a bunch of great stuff, and then he did Geely, and then he died, and then he just yeah he said, stopped um, working. He went and got a horse. He ranch did. And, uh, if I'm going completely off memory, so yeah. I'm wrong, and you can you can comment on the podcast, and I'll let you look it up, and I'm gonna do it off the top of my head to see if I'm right. Okay, all right. Now let me know when you got Martin Breast, and it's not with an A in it. Well, I'm actually just looking up Midnight Run. Now I'll just oh, okay. hit the director because of it. Martin, Martin Bress. Yeah, I mean, you're going to spell it like tit, but no. Martin. Yeah, I'm on it. Okay. Uh, his He directed uh, Midnight Run, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, he directed Scent of a Woman. Yep. Uh, he directed... There's something else really good in there. Uh, yeah, what was it? No, I had it. I had it on the top of my head. All right, we'll just all sit and wait for you. All right, no, you go. Right. There's one more in the um, in the '90s that is. It's a pretty big film. Metro Black. No, not what I was thinking of. You know, what I remember about Metro Black was that it was three hours long. It was really long. Like really, you could have cut two hours out of that movie i like honestly yeah that was not a good movie. i do that's the one thing i remember about like i don't actually remember what meet joe black is even about i just remember it was three hours long I, it's really yeah dumb but anyway uh no that wasn't the one i was thinking of. no his biggest one why am i blanking get, on this biggest one okay Beverly Hills cop ah son of a b and then geely in 2003 yeah so he direct it's true like he directed geely and it was such a flop that he has not worked since 2003. I haven't... I don't even think I've seen Geely. I started it, and it... Just out of curiosity, because it was... It ruined lives. I had to see how bad it was. Mm-hmm. It is effing horrible. Like, it is so bad. I'm shocked Ben Affleck and... I know why they got... They split up. <laughs> <laughs> J-Lo, right? Yeah, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Yeah, were they dating before the movie? They were dating, and then they did the movie, and then they broke up. And I'm... Just because of the movie? I'm positive it has to be because of the movie. All right, interesting. I mean, literally just a pile of... It is a dumpster fire to behold. And not so bad where it gets the respect, like The Room. Where it's so bad that it's a cult thing. Yeah. No, this was just so bad that... People, Martin Brest, who directed Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. Midnight Run, A Scent of a Woman, yeah. has never worked a directing job since well, 2003. Yeah, well, there you go. That'll happen. Uh, but anyway. Um, back to Midnight Run. Back to Midnight Run. Um, Charles Grodin yeah. is so... like Everyone knows De Niro's talented. Yeah. And he can do action. He can do... Uh, Goodfellas, he right. can do comedy. Mm-hmm. He can do uh, uh, Meet the Parents. Right. But Grodin is what kills me. Like, he is so sarcastic and oh, so yeah. funny. He steals the whole movie. Yeah. And originally it was supposed to be uh, Chevy Chase. Oh, really? Which I thought, when I thought about that, I was like, and Chevy Chase couldn't do it because he was doing Caddyshack 2 and Funny Farm, which is hilarious because... Yeah, nobody asked for both of those. Yeah, nobody went to either of those movies um but um okay shack 2 is so bad it just angered me although i, I love jackie mason but the movie was horrible but anyways back to this i think chevy chase could have pulled it off but i don't think it would have the yin and the yang as we, we i keep saying yeah it wouldn't i don't think it would have worked between De Niro and and chevy chase because well, chevy chase the... is tall he's a bigger guy mm-hmm. i think you know charles Grodin was a little bit smaller 
he was really smart, but he was more, you know, meek. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. was like kind of like he he's was not a, a tough. He's guy. a tax accountant, and yeah, you know, and and that's that was that kind of played off, right? And also, Albert Brooks was considered, who I think could have pulled it off too. Albert Brooks, Albert Brooks would have played off well. Could have done yeah. the Groden role, almost yeah. like the role he played in Out of Sight. If you remember Out of Sight, yeah. and again, he was basically when he was in prison, and then blah 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 blah. He yeah. was almost like a Charles Groden, and Albert Brooks has got amazing timing as well i could see but, albert brooks doing it but anybody else yeah no i mean groden i i mean other people robin williams was considered for it yeah um you know it's just it's one of the one of the stories i heard was uh so robert de niro what just finished untouchables okay so he was looking for something lighter yeah and so he's looking at projects to do in, in 88 mm-hmm. and this came up, but he really wanted to do big. Really? Yeah. So like he, the Tom Hanks character, the Tom Hanks character in big. <laughs> so the studio said no, <laughs> which like, just wouldn't have worked. So yeah. that's why he chose midnight run is because the studio said, no, uh, he really wanted to do big. And I found that fascinating that he thought, yeah, like nobody else could do it, a man child. Yeah. Like Tom Hanks pulled off in Big. Yeah. I, I, there are very few actors that could have done that, and De yeah. Niro is not one of them. I couldn't even imagine that. Yeah, I thought that was super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that doesn't work. Yeah. Not gonna work. No. No. Well, that's great because honestly, when it's all said and done, I don't think Midnight Run would have been what it was without those two guys. Yeah. No, yeah. it was a perfect, like you said, yin and yeah. yang, and that's. That's what you're looking for yeah. in a classic road trip comedy. Mm-hmm. I think the exception of like ensemble, mm-hmm. like vacation mm-hmm. or road trip yeah. or some other classics, like they're this concept of like the the yin and the yang and mm-hmm. the the opposites and how they have to kind of work together. Yeah. To me that is it wouldn't have worked. It it did so well because of De Niro and Groden. Yeah, it's also the rest of the cast too were great, right? Like John Ashton, who played the ba- the other bounty hunter, who was yeah. in, uh, Taggart, and was he Taggart? No, he was the other cop in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, Taggart was was Taggart. He's Taggart. Was, I think he was Taggart because uh, Judge, you're thinking of Judge Reinhold, Judge Reinhold was a different character. Was he? I'm positive that yeah. in Beverly Hills Cop, it, he was Taggart. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then and then Dennis Farina, oh, you know, played the gangster, uh, Joey Pants. Uh, Joey Pantaleone. Joey Pants. You know? <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. Joey I mean, Pants wanted yeah. to play the Groden role. And really? they Yeah, they, they turned him down. So then he he was either going to be, like, one of the henchmen or he was going to play the Bonds. He played the Bondsman, Yeah, right? he played the Bondsman, yeah. And eventually took the Bondsman. But he was he was trying for the Groden role. Huh. And they turned him down. Yeah, I don't see that either. Yeah. I love no, Joey he played, Pants. He, he, was, he was great. He's Bad Boys. Yeah, yeah. Goonies. Matrix. Joey Pants. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Joy Pants. We could do a whole podcast on Joy Pants. I I we don't should think do that. Put enough, it on the board. Put it on the board. I don't think yeah. enough people like. If you said Joey Pantaleone to people, people would have zero idea. But if you showed his face, you know he is he is. Yeah, I'm uh, just seeing how many acting credits he oh, has. Oh, yeah, I would put it in the hundreds, man. 142. Yeah. Yeah. I, this year. He's done TV. He's done movies. Like he is, he is a great. He'll never be a leading guy. Mm-hmm. That's fine because he kills it with 
anger and sarcasm in these in these smaller roles that like he was one of my favorite parts about bad boys oh yeah for sure absolutely i hope i hope they put him in the next one bad boys 4 which isn't this year it's we'll talk about later next year 2020 it's called martin uh, Martin lawrence is sitting on the edge of his seat just waiting for the will smith throwing me a bone thanks will thanks (laughs) oh you we totally forgot about him in uh fugitive yeah joey pants in the fugitive classic so good in the fugitive yeah yeah. Anyways, we can move on. I'm just I'm looking through this, going, oh my god, it's crazy. Oh, he was in Congo. That was a great movie. You like Congo? No, You're being no one. Sarcastic. No one like Congo. Is that everybody listening to this right now is going? What's Congo? It's the movie about the stupid ape. Can I? I'm gonna if you have that up, I'm gonna guess what year that was. Because you you will also yeah. come knowing to our podcast that I I pretty much can remember any year any movie was made. Yeah. Was Congo it's a great town? Ninety six. No, it was ninety five. Oh, close, oh. but not quite. I remember I was working at Blockbuster Video and the the posters for Congo and God, that was awful. That was a horrible movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, awful. Yeah, anyway, I mean, not really awful, but yeah. Oh, Running Scared. Remember that movie? Gregory Hines, Billy Crystal. Man, oh, that, movie that movie was so good. Oh, it was in Goonies too. Well, I said, yeah, I said that. the Goonies poster's right there. I'm looking at it. And Joey Pants like, and yeah. uh, oh, Robert, yeah, Robert Davi. Robert Davi. They yeah. both played the brothers. Yeah. 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 And that. Uh, the Fratelli brothers. And the mother was the mama from yeah. Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah. 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 So awesome. <laughs> we could, yeah. honestly, when we start talking about movies, yeah. we could go. Well, oh, yeah. it's so yeah. much, so much fun. Well, we talked about, okay, so other ones we can throw out just of, of great comedies. Okay. Um, road trip comedies. Road trip comedies, just to get them, just to, to throw some names in the hat. Um, you know, almost famous, which is still a dramedy, I'd say. Uh, more dramedy, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you can obviously we could talk forever about both vacations. Yeah, I, I mean, thought the reboot was great. It didn't do that great, but I thought it was really I funny. I think it made okay money. Did but it? I thought it was really funny. The I, original, I really liked. the original was classic, obviously. But again, John Hughes, yeah, uh, wrote the screenplay. Uh, he used to write for National Lampoon Magazine, mm-hmm. which is where they kind of spun off, you know, Animal House yeah. and Vacation. Mm-hmm. And National Lampoon was, I don't know what you compare it to today, where like the Huffington Post or the mm. Onion or something. Like it's a it's a mm. comedy mag. It was, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. You know yeah, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. And so that's really cool. And a lot of people that wrote for that magazine... Harold Ramis, like Mm -hmm. people that are huge in the comedy world now through what we remember from film, like Stripes. um, Yeah, it's just, yeah, I love National Lampoon stuff. So that's actually where John Hughes wrote a short story about how he took a vacation with his family as a, as a kid to Disneyland yeah. and just the insanity that ensued. And that short story is how he, he expanded into a full-length screenplay, and that was the Chevy Chase nice. vacation movie. Well, that's also how he wrote Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, was he got stranded mm-hmm. in, I think it was, I'm trying to remember. Somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, he was right? going, he lived in Chicago. He lives in Chicago. Yeah. That's where John Hughes is from. He's going from New York to Chicago, and he got diverted to Wichita, Kansas, <laughs> which is what happened in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Right? And it took him an extra five days to get home, and that's where Planes, Trades, and Automobiles got inspired from, which is cool. Nice. You know? And John Candy was in Vacation. Yes. He, at, at, at Wally the, World. Um, at the end, uh, yeah. he got... Because uh, Harold Ramis directed Vacation. I'm sure. Yeah. No, I'm almost positive. And he I can and, look it up. 
he knows uh, John Candy obviously super well through Stripes, uh, which was two years before Vacation, and also from SCTV. Mm-hmm. So I remember him hearing that he had asked John Candy to do that cameo at the end of uh, Vacation, and Vacation was yeah. 1983. Uh, they gave John Candy $1 million to do that scene. That's awesome. At the end, like that's deserved just, every penny. He does. I mean, he's, yeah. he's John Candy, but yeah, yeah. yeah I, am I right? Harold Ramis directed. Yep. Yeah, Vacation? you're right. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. And also, I think Harold Ramis, he was the voice uh, off camera of the police officers at Wally World, and also, um, I don't know if you remember, cousin Eddie had a tongueless daughter. The like did yeah yeah it was okay. um. Daisy Mabel or something like that. That yeah. was the character's name. That's Harold Ramis's daughter in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's Vi- cool. Violet. That's some cool movie trivia. I just know we like the trivia. Yeah. That's, uh, some, that's, that's some cool stuff. All right. What else? I mean, Vacation. I You know which one I could throw out there? <sighs> Where are the Millers? Su- well, Where are the Millers is, yeah. is, again, that's a more... Like not Tommy Boy, um, yeah. like that the planes, trains, that kind of odd couple yeah. genre, but more the ensemble cast road trip comedy, yeah. like Vacation, yeah. And where the Millers is uh, super funny, yeah, really, and it made it made money too. Yeah. It um, only had a budget of about thirty seven million, mm-hmm. and did two hundred and sixty nine million uh, worldwide, like. Yeah. Any comedy that can gross over a hundred million domestic yeah. is a success. Yeah. And they're super cheap to make. Yeah. So but you put Sadekas in it. It's just oh, it's so funny. home run. I love mm. like and that's again another podcast, but the horrible bosses movies and like oh, yeah, I mean, just Sadekas is is so funny. Yeah. He took what he did with another SNL alum and just I I, I always look forward to his sarcasm mm. as well. And where the Millers he did it. Oh, yeah. Like, top-notch. Yeah. I guess you could also talk about Dumb and Dumber. Well, that's actually the one I was going to bring up. Yeah. Dumb and so Dumber. Funny. And, okay, so if you're looking at genres of the of the road trip comedy, they weren't the odd couple formula like Plain Strains and Tommy Boy. Yeah. They were literally the same Yeah, they're both morons. Morons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Dumb and Dumber, uh, 1994. Mm-hmm. And I know this too because um, that year, uh, Jim Carrey mm-hmm. was the he was the only actor to ever have three number one films at the box office in one f-ing year. Okay, one year, nineteen ninety four. Well, that would have been Ace Ventura. 2. Ace Ventura. No, the first one. The first one. Yeah. Uh, the Mask. Yeah, and then and Dumb and Dumb, 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 Dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, and it came. In, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, the first one. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because he was in negotiations for salary mm-hmm. for Dumb and Dumber when that movie hit yeah. like huge. So originally they were going to give him 700000 yeah, to play Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And then because Ace Ventura, it was literally because this, all these movies were coming out in the same year. Yeah. His agents used the success, uh, and that was his first solo film. Yeah. So they used the what he did in, in, in Ace Ventura to negotiate him to $7 million uh, paycheck for Dumb and Dumber. Nice. Only because it was all being kind of happening at the same time. Right. Uh, do you know how much they paid Jeff Daniels? 
Oh, I bet you he got nothing. <laughs> $50,000. Seriously? 50 grand. Any back end, maybe? No. No? No. Wow. 7 Seriously? million and 50K. That's and insane. It was. That's not uh, even. Jeff Daniels is still Jeff Daniels. <laughs> not in 1994. This is pre speed. This is pre. Like, he wasn't. He wasn't. He must have been doing something. I'll let you look it up. I mean, he wasn't a huge actor in 1994. I think he did a lot of small stuff in the in the 80s and early 90s, but 50 grand, seriously? 50 grand. And That's his what agents... Johnny Depp spends on wine in a week. That's <laughs> what so Jim Carrey has in cash. Just yeah, walking, walking around money. Walking around money. Uh he got his agents, even the night before production started, were begging him on the phone to turn it down. Like, don't do this. It's going to ruin your career. Well, Speed was 94. Oh, Speed was 94? Yeah. But yeah. It, I think it was, uh, it must have been right. I think Dumb and Dumber came out first, but I'm sure he got more money for Speed. Yeah, but okay, 50 wait. 50 grand. Arachnophobia in 1990. He starred in that. Oh, I love that movie. That should have been enough cred to get him more than 50 grand. Yeah, 50 grand. That's it. Like Arachnophobia, that movie was good. Freaky. Yeah, really freaky movie. creepy. Yeah. John Goodman. We were talking about John Yeah, Goodman. I remember Something Wild, Heartburn, Radio Days. I mean, he's got a pretty big filmography before this. I mean, he should have got more than 50 grand. Yeah. Butcher's Wife. Oh, Butcher's there Wife's Goes the Neighborhood. Good, movie, he was on Frasier. Gettysburg. <laughs> Are you saying that is like it was a good thing? or I don't know. Might have, I, might have been. I never saw it. I never saw it. But yeah, I'm sure he it was only like got five 50K. And That's his, crazy. His agents were begging him not to take it. Huh. Begging him. They should have, really, if you want your agent to beg something, yeah. beg him to For not do money. the sequel. Oh, wow. The sequel. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. You, you waited that long to do that sequel, and that's where you went. Now that's a great other podcast because so disappointed in that. We movie. could talk about Super Troopers two. We could talk about Dumb and Dumber. Super 2. Troopers two has grown on me a little bit since it's come out on the dish. So yeah. I've watched it a few more times. But again, still the premise could have been a lot better. But the premise for Dumb and Dumber two, I mean, guys, no. really, it like, waited so long for it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, back to Dumb and Dumber, the original. Um, uh, the one thing about Dumb and Dumber that I remember. As I remember, you and I were at the Garrick Theater in Winnipeg seeing The Mask. Okay. And I remember the trailer for Dumb and Dumber oh, came on. Oh, that's right. And we were dying laughing so hard. Just at the trailer. Just at the trailer. Yeah. That it, it, we talked more about that than we did The Mask after the movie yeah. was over. <laughs> <laughs> I read this yeah. story once. Jeff Daniels worked with Clint Eastwood. Okay. I can't remember what movie off the top of my head blood work huh. uh, do you remember that crime drama i remember, that. I remember blood work. i think it was blood work might have been yeah. anyway uh he met clint eastwood for the first time and clint eastwood said so i saw that dumb and dumber movie <laughs> and it was he, like jeff daniels was waiting for him to like take a huge dump on him yeah because clint eastwood is a goddamn legend yeah and clint eastwood said that was the hardest he ever laughed was the the bathroom scene. Oh, really? In Dumb and Dumber. And <laughs> Jeff Daniels, like, breathed a sigh of relief. <laughs> That's Clint Eastwood's favorite scene. Am I right? Uh, yeah, I it was Bloodwork. Blood yeah. yeah, 2002. Yeah. 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 I remember that. I actually think Bloodwork was shot in Winnipeg. But really? anyway, yeah. That's a, a. I'm just going off the top of my head. I don't know. Could but, be. Could be. Um, one other cool thing I knew about Dumb and Dumber was I don't know if you knew this, but John Hughes actually wrote 
a copy of a script for Dumb and Dumber. And then the Fairley brothers bought the rights mm-hmm. and adapted it to what they wanted. But an early unproduced draft of the script was actually written by John Hughes. Yeah, that's cool. Which shouldn't surprise us considering how much John Hughes, like we've talked about John Hughes most of this podcast because mm-hmm. he loves road trip comedy. So that actually didn't surprise me, but I thought it was a really cool fact that John Hughes, as somewhere there's an unproduced version of that script that was uh, written by John Hughes. That's cool. According to this, uh, Bloodwork was pretty much uh, completely filmed in California. So well, then screw me. There sure. was no. There's a Jeff Daniels movie, and they shot it in Winnipeg, uh, probably later than 2002. Then, uh, than Bloodwork, because I don't think Clint Eastwood would ever step foot in Winnipeg. Mm. Uh, but Jeff Daniels was in a movie. I, I totally remember because they used. I watched it, and they used that building on the corner, um, where the old YMHA was it was there's an apartment building on a corner and i was like oh i know that apartment building and it was and i looked it up on imdb and this jeff daniels movie was shot in i've seen that movie i think Winnipeg. i know you know movie, what i think i know what you're about? talking about yeah but i don't remember what it was so yeah it wasn't yeah. blood work yeah. because that and yeah again i don't think clint Eastwood would ever shoot a movie in winnipeg but so it's definitely know, a yeah. jeff daniels movie though yeah all right whatever Let's i remember jeff it. daniels was shooting that but oh the lookout the lookout that's what that was it. That was oh, totally okay. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was shot in Winnipeg. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, that was. That's right. Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was totally filmed in Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll never forget seeing that building, and I'm like, I stared yeah. at that building for my entire childhood. I know that building. Yeah, filming locations, <laughs> Winnipeg, Manitoba. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. A little fun fact for all mm-hmm. you. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at that. All you Winnipeg fans out there. Um, well, I mean, we can't even you. talk. How many Winnipeg fans? I mean, oh, yeah. besides my brother. Yeah. Right now, it's everyone's complaining about the temperature here in Muskoka, Canada, because it's minus what twenty six at night. Uh, it's yeah. like minus forty in Winnipeg, and that's just uh, the normal. That's just a that's day. Just a day. A day in January. It's minus forty. I can remember minus thirty. No one wears jackets. <laughs> I can remember being in Winnipeg, and minus forty was like the normal, and then with wind chill, like minus fifty three. Yeah. And anyone complaining about weather here i always laugh i'm like oh, yeah. well i am in the winnipeg yeah go to winnipeg yeah. um yeah. it's Winnipeg's all the time used so much in the film industry yeah they must the goon was shot in winnipeg must have some good provincial tax credits yeah i mean when yeah i i honestly for it's used a lot as uh chicago or yeah there's a lot of movies that are, are shot in winnipeg that though. uh brad pitt flick uh assassination of uh jesse james oh they were shot in manitoba that was, that was yeah. shot in winnipeg yeah. yeah downtown they turned downtown they put uh tons of soil down so you could basically they could ride horses through the exchange district oh really yeah oh, i didn't yeah. know that yeah, yeah. Well, there's another little fun fact for you about winnipeg tons yeah tons of movies uh mm. are shot in winnipeg to make it look like other places mm-hmm. very rarely do they shoot a movie in winnipeg and it is about winnipeg yeah yeah <laughs> it's funny because they don't no one shoots a movie in arizona and depicts it to be winnipeg it's yeah, the opposite it's the yeah. opposite no one's like oh this is this movie was set in winnipeg well we don't want to go to winnipeg we'll just we'll do it in arizona we'll make it look nice. like winnipeg uh, no we'll one does that snow. no one does that yeah uh i don't think we talk about road trip comedies and not talk about todd phillips we did well i mean briefly but yeah. i mean like um we got road trip. Yeah. 
uh, due date. Oh, okay. You want to talk about more? Like there's Todd there's more. Like Todd Phillips did uh, a few road trip movies. He didn't do Euro Trip, did he? Because Euro Trip no, was no. really funny. Would you say Euro Trip was better than Road Trip? I liked Euro Trip better than Road Trip, and the reason I would say I liked okay. Euro Trip better than Road Trip is that the actors in Euro Trip were basically unknowns. Okay. You know, I mean, besides the Matt Damon cameo. Oh my God, you know, Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> Colin Hanks, uh, not Colin Hanks. Who am I talking about? Uh, what's the guy's name that played uh, the lead character? Oh, it's gonna skip my mind. I don't know why I said in Colin Hanks. Euro Trip. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know why I said Colin. No, Hanks. No, it wasn't Colin Hanks. No, he's so got man. a Colin Hanks vibe. Yeah, he, to him. yeah, he does. That's why I think it came off that way. But no, yeah. I like Euro Trip because again, the, the the characters weren't like the characters of now, right? They weren't okay. like the actors. Whereas Road Trip. Sean William Scott, Stifler, Stifler, you know, Tom Green, Tom Green was yep. big then. Oh yeah. He you was know, super big at that time. You know, Tom Green's still big now. I mean, he's on big brother. I actually, I so I've been recording them all. Yeah. I have to watch it just for Tom Green. Oh, it's, that's the only reason he's you watch so it. Cause everybody funny. else in the house, nobody gives I a f- about. No, no. Like, I love these. Cele- this is a totally off topic, but these, um, celebrity this and celebrity that like when they had the celebrity apprentice or dancing with the stars and yeah. i'm using quote fingers they're never people like you're al pacino isn't on it like well, you're, you're dancing not- with the stars they're they're they've done something the people that are in the big brother house yeah i don't even know like who they are a lot of times they try and get away with the term celebrity and they're using like former olympic athletes or like I, some of them, people have never even heard of. One is uh, um, a guy who is a politician. Who's n- oh yeah, I know that guy from the circus, Scaramucci. Yeah, or, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know his name. Yeah, he's actually a pretty cool guy. Is yeah. he? Yeah, but he was, on, he was a celebrity. On the, well, I mean, he is now because he got fired by Trump. All right. Yeah, he was uh, Trump's. What, was he, what did he do for Trump? I don't remember what he did for Trump. I don't want to get political, but Trump yeah. fired his ass, and then. Uh, yeah. It's just weird how He's they use funny the guy. word celebrity, yeah. though, for these things. But, I mean, Tom Green, literally. Oh, Tom Green's so funny. You know, Big Brother, what what season would this be? Uh, 34? And Big Brother? Yeah, season Oh, well, three. no, like, this is Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, Celebrity Big Brother. So that's se- this is season two of Celebrity Big Brother. I was being sarcastic there. Oh. <laughs> celebrity Big Brother 2018. No, 19. Tom Green, man. I want to see it just for Tom Green. Oh, that's why I'm going to watch it. I know there are like five or six episodes in by now, and I, I think I'm I might, recording them. But I think I might be recording them too. I don't even I don't remember what I'm recording. But, I mean, um, I'm a huge Big Brother fan. I don't actually watch reality TV much anymore, but I watch Big Brother. So when they do Celebrity Big Brother and Tom Green's in it, I'm watching. Yeah, like I'm looking like Cato Kalin's in it. Yeah, again, not a celebrity. He was a pop culture phenomenon during. Yeah, uh, 1994 when during the OJ trial. Yeah, but is that really like a, a like using the term celebrity very loosely? Ricky Williams is on there. I thought didn't he come back to playing football? I don't even know who that is. Ricky Williams. He, he left football because he was he loved weed too much. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's his whole story. But anyways, <laughs> as we get an angry letter from the Ricky Williams camp. Anyways, I'm not sure the whole story. But anyways. Anyways, he's on it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, Cato Kalin, like really, this is the only people you could, I guess. I mean, honestly, if you are in any way at a certain level of success, do you really want to be locked in a house with these people for, for three, three months? months yeah. I'd be like, screw that. Yeah. They do speed up the celebrity one, though. 
Uh, I don't think that they're there as long as the normal Big Brothers. I think it's like a month. Hey, think... Joey Lawrence is in there. Oh, now Joey Lawrence is Come a celebrity. Come on, that guy's he's the tits. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> little blossom. <laughs> Who does Joey not Lawrence. like Joey Lawrence? Come on. Do you remember? Uh, we're so going so off topic. Oh uh, my god, Ricky Williams is still pretty big, and I just shit on him. He's gonna come looking for he's, me. You're gonna get punched in the face by an ex NFL player. It's gonna hurt. Uh, do you remember "Give Me a Break" with Nell Carter? Yeah, yeah. That's where I think Joey got his start. He was she he was she was watch she was the nanny. Yeah, he was a little kid or he was whatever. A little yeah, kid. yeah, yeah. And Blossom and uh, I used to like Joey Lawrence. Okay, well back to anyway. Back to okay, road trip so, comedies. Yeah, so. Yeah, everyone that was in Eurotrip, I mean, they weren't like Cooper. Remember Cooper Harris, his best oh, friend? Cooper. He was so funny, right? His name's uh, Jacob Pitts. Again, nobody ever heard of that kid, but yeah, he, he was, was in, really funny. He was so funny. He was in yeah. 21. He was in a, a couple other things. But again, he's he was hilarious, right? And um, uh, Michelle, what's her name? Michelle oh, Trotchenberg. Oh, who plays... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was uh, Harriet the Spy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, so again, but, you know, everyone in that movie was just kind of like getting their chops up. They're just getting their ways up, whereas I think Road Trip was, you know, more of the... It was a-, a studio. And it was A-list actors and stuff. But, I mean, Road Trip was still really funny. I mean, I'm not going to uh, knock it. It was really good. Fred Ward yeah. killed yeah. me in Road Trip. Fred Ward, oh yeah, he was really funny. He played uh, DJ Qualls' DJ, dad. Yeah, DJ, yeah, yeah. Qualls, right? Qualls, Am I right or, on that? yeah. Q U A L L S. Qualls, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who uh, basically made a career looking like the way that he does because of Road Trip, though. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think he's done much, you know, recently that I can think of, but he did cash in on the success of Road Trip. Yeah, yeah, oh for sure. He did, and, he did a um, bunch of stuff. I don't know if you remember in Road Trip, yeah, DJ um, Qualls. I was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DJ Qualls. Mm-hmm. Uh, road trip. Uh, the guy that played the teacher's assistant who had a crush on um, yeah, what's his face's girlfriend. Yeah, his name's Anthony Rapp. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know who originally they wanted to play that role? No, Crispin Glover. Oh, really? The super weird. Oh, yeah. He, he from Back to the Future. Yeah, he would have been pretty good at it. He too. would have been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, DJ Qualls, he he pulled out a pretty decent career considering it was all based on all road based trip. on that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Also, I There's remember uh, so the uh, the the premise behind Road Trip. I don't know if you ever watched this. This is a very obscure movie, but about two years earlier, there was a movie called Overnight Delivery with <laughs> no Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, I never saw that. I I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's exactly the same premise. Okay. So yeah, he's he's mailed like a breakup letter or okay. something to his girlfriend who finds out what happened isn't true and they has to go and stop the mail from getting to her. It, it's exactly the same. I've literally never heard of that movie. Premise. No, you should you should IMDb it. It's it's yeah, and this is Paul Rudd. Yeah. And recent, like two major stars in this awful movie from 1998, but it's almost the exact same premise to uh, Road yeah, but Trip. Was Paul Rudd really? Did he break through by that time yet, or not really? Um, I mean, the he he was in Clueless in '95. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, so is Brecken Meyer, the kid who played the lead in Road Trip. I don't remember. Clueless. You don't remember Clueless? No. Uh, it's it. No. You know the '90s. Version of 
Mean Girls, basically. Yeah. But both guys were in that movie, and they both went on to star in a movie that had pretty much the exact same plot. Holy crap. Paul Rudd's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah well. Ant-Man and Wasp just all, came on the good. It's, on, it's, all, it's all gold. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, check out Overnight so Delivery. Nine, I, I could swear it's 1998. But I can't the, even find it in his filmography here. Yeah. It should be. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wyatt Trips was his character name. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't doing too much down there. Yeah, he did Romeo and Juliet. Don't remember that. Um, the Di- uh, DiCaprio version? Yeah, DiCaprio yeah. version. Clueless. The object I don't think he was of, a of my affection. Star, I remember that with uh, oh, Jennifer yeah, Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. But I mean, I'll trip. give my hat to Todd Phillips at all times. I think I've, I love Todd Phillips. He's like literally, I mean, old school goes down as one of the best movies in the history all of time. movies. You know? Like, His, uh, and what I love, too, is he always does a Hitchcock. Yeah. But he does it in the most hilarious ways. So Road Trip, we're talking about the Road Trip comedies. Road trip, wasn't he licking some girl's toes on the bus? Uh, yes. And she woke up. She yeah. was sleeping, and yeah. he did that. And then, yeah, yeah, in, Amy Smart. He was he was licking Amy Amy Smart's, Smart's toes. toes. Yeah, yeah. And then in due date, wasn't he the um? Yeah, Juliet uh, Lewis. Juliet Lewis's yeah. yeah. guy. He was just there at the house. Yeah, when he went to buy the weed. Yeah, yeah, and he was there. Yeah. It's just yeah. yeah. He always does the best best cameos. Oh yeah, no no no. He's a producer on uh, Star Is Born. Yes, I did know that. Well, him and Bradley Cooper are buddies from Hangover Days. There you go. Uh, All right. Well, if it wins Best Picture, and I don't think Stars Bone is going to win Best Picture, but Todd Phillips would have himself uh, an Oscar, which would be a first for uh, well, that'd be cool. a guy who does like his funny comedy. Oh, he directed War Dogs. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, didn't I thought know he was either. a producer on that. I didn't know he directed it. No, he directed it. That's huh. cool. Yeah, Todd Phillips is the man. I would oh, love yeah. to see. You know what? Actually, I would love to see is an old school two. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how you could do it. I don't know what the premise would be. Yeah, but if you're gonna do, I, I would love to see an old school two. Old school two or old school not old school. Two. Old school. There's no sequel. It keeps. Yeah, that, but yeah, that one that's got to be my favorite Todd Phillips movie, hands down. I mean, when you if you were to rewatch The Hangover now, yeah, it, they are incredibly funny. Oh. Like I rewatched um, Hangover Three, okay, because it was on the dish over Christmas, and it's just one of those days where I just just didn't want to do anything. So, sure, just hanging out in the basement, and it came on, and I was like, oh, I think this wasn't that great. And then when I watched it again, I was like, oh my god, I just appreciated it so much more. Yeah, again, way funnier than I remembered. I, I mean, mean, I remember the, the first one, I remember the second one, but the third one I didn't really remember. But it, yeah, it, it stands up. Wasn't John do. Goodman the bad guy in the third one? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's um, what I liked most about the third one was that Zach Galifianakis's character stays in touch and is like friends. Yeah. With what's his face? Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Kenny. Uh, what's the actor? Oh, Ken Ken Jong. Ken. Yeah, Ken Jong. I don't remember what's his name in the movie though. Oh Can't my god, top of my head. Mr. A, Mr. Chow. Mr. Chow. Yeah, Mr. Chow. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is so funny. Yeah. I. I'm just again off topic, but did you? He was an actual doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, and he just yeah. he was like, I I don't want to do this. I yeah. am I want to do stand up comedy. Yeah, and I was like blown away that this guy was a medical doctor. Yeah, and walked away for that for the no guarantee. Yeah, chance that you're going to do well in the comedy he's world. He's massive. 
Yeah. Like his filmography is huge. He does so many cameos. Yeah, I no? watch his sitcom for a little bit. I'm just yeah, I'm doing a less and less network television watching, but his sitcom is pretty funny. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. I, I mean, under actor, he's got 103 credits. I mean, so I, I mean, obviously he made the and he's produced decision. 11, and he's a writer for six, soundtrack for four, directed one. What am I doing with my life? Jesus, like this guy has been. <laughs> and he was a medical doctor. Yeah. And just like, no, I'm going to do stand up comedy. And then he gets himself in the hangover and he blows up. Oh, but I, I, I love think him. That's He's what so I love funny. The third one. All right. Well, let's circle back. We've already All talked right. about Todd Phillips. We love Todd Phillips. Everything else. We've gone through a pretty good list here. I mean, there's other ones we didn't really get into. I mean, si- Sideways is on, a, like, when you research yeah. um, other people's top. 10 top 25 road trip movies sideways is always on the list so yeah. is little miss sunshine yeah alan arkin alan i mean arkin. we could do a whole show on how funny alan arkin is um if you haven't seen the uh kaminsky method yeah. on netflix go watch that amazing uh audience listeners i'm mm-hmm. telling you right now you will you will love alan yeah. arkin non-comedies you can always like depending on your when you were born yeah you know easy rider is always going to be your favorite road trip movie of all time that is a classic you know road trip there's no movie. way you're going to go away from that blues brothers yeah, road you know? trip comedy for sure. You know, yeah. Logan can be fly in, not comedy, but that's also a road trip movie. Road trip if movie. If you want to throw that in there. So at the end of the day, I've already thrown my hat in the ring with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with a close midnight run, Tommy Boy, mm-hmm. top three. What about what about you? And then Dumb I, and Dumber would be a four for me. So. I got to say my my favorite road trip comedy of all time is Tommy Boy. All right. Well, there you go. I, I got it's It's Planes, Trains is a classic. I mm-hmm. agree with you about midnight run, but... For me, no road trip comedy does, and I've, I've, like I said earlier, I've, I've rewatched that movie more than probably most movies in my life, mm-hmm. and I can sit down at any time and watch Tommy Boy and just, I, I know every, I could do it verbatim, mm-hmm. oh, I, start yeah, to finish, yeah, I yeah. and I still watch it and mm-hmm. I still enjoy it and it still makes me laugh out loud, mm-hmm. and it's got. Despite its silliness, it's got some heart, mm-hmm. and you. Ju- I just start to finish. It is a funny, funny, funny movie. Yeah, and, no, I, I, I don't. It's, again, it's got. It's. I'm putting Plain Strains up there, but Tommy Boy, Midnight Run, Dumb and Dumber, they're all right there, and they're two to four. I don't even know if I can put them in any order. It's yeah, two, three, four, but they could flip flop or, you know, whatever mood I'm in, depending on how many. You know, I, frosty pints I've had. It depends where <laughs> they move up on the level of, of watchability. But um, from what I know yeah. about you, I know Plain Strains and Automobiles is one of your favorite movies. It so always has been. So I have to. That's got to be my number, be number one. one. It's my number one. My hard hardcore number one. But I mean, honestly, honestly, two through ten would be would be even tough for me to do. You know. But I mean, those well, are the three that you know are top of my list. Great list. Titanic's up there too. Uh, not, doesn't, a, not a road trip get, comedy. Uh, I don't know. I'd argue that they were on a trip. It wasn't on a road, but they were on a trip. Were they not? Uh, you know, right. not a comedy. Let's say that. There yeah. We well, I mean, like I said, I told you earlier before we started this. Stand yeah. by me was on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. And now they were, they were uh, walking. They were heel and toe in it. So, yeah. Titanic. They were on a trip. <laughs> I think we're. I think we're reaching with the Titanic one. But, All right. Uh, I agree with the list that we've been talking about. Apollo 13. Road trip to space. They were on a trip. Not- <laughs> you know, 
I'm just saying. Oh my god. Just saying. Great. Yeah, those are definitely reaches. But uh, all right, I don't know. As far as road trip comedies, I think we covered it. Yeah, I, I, we've we've got some great ones. And and again, everyone knows that we are the Funko Pop guys. Yeah, we didn't talk at all about Funko so, on these. Uh, Tommy Boy, we have Tommy Callahan the oh, third. I hope they do a second run. And the Richard. So if they, um. So we have those in stock. You yeah. can get them on kdogandfish.com. If there's ever more road trip comedy pops yeah. to release, I don't see how. I would love to see a plane, trains, and automobiles uh, Funko Pop. You know what I'd what? love to see? What? Pop ride. Okay. The uh, the car after it got destroyed. Oh my gosh! With Farley and Spade in it. How funny would that pop be? What did you do? What did you do? <laughs> Like after the deer destroyed it, oh, that would right be when they got fantastic. pulled over by Michael McKeon, pulled them over. Uh, that was Plain Strains and Automobiles. Who that was pulled Michael them over? McKeon. Wasn't it a famous actor that pulled them over on Tommy Boy originally? Or am I mixing up Tommy Boy and, and Plain Strains and Automobiles? It up. Did they get pulled over in Tommy Boy? I don't think they got pulled over in Tommy Boy. I think I got them all mixed up. But how funny would that so pop be? That pop ride would be hilarious. Yeah. Or even a pop ride with the two of them in the front, mm-hmm. and the car is destroyed, and there's just the antlers. The d- oh yeah, out exactly. The, out of the back. Oh, so funny. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I an do awesome. They, pop. I do hope they yeah. do a wave too, because there was uh, uh, just the Tommy, the the Richard, yeah, and then the Target exclusive fat guy in a little coat. Yeah, we need like twelve of those. I gotta, gotta, I gotta yeah. get our hands. I gotta get our hands on those. Yeah. If anyone has fat guy in a little coat, and you want to reach, DM us on Instagram yeah. or email us kdogandfish.com. Yeah, we'll buy like ten. Uh, we we got to get our hands on more of those, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is a great topic. Planes, trains, and automobiles would be like they'd be some fun pops. Yeah, I could always see I'm almost see a movie moment with the two of them holding the trunk in the middle. Oh, yeah. you know. And now that they're releasing Caddyshack pops, trading I don't places think people pops. Know that I think you just yeah. you just spilled the beans on that. I haven't seen anyone announce that. Oh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! You're learning it here first. Yeah. Learning it, we we ordered them blind because yeah. we don't have any pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting them. We're getting them, but we don't know what we're getting. Also, just quickly because we got to wrap. Uh, yeah. we got to wrap up. But the uh, in the Funko World two of road trip comedy movies, how hilarious would uh, in the neon tuxedos Dumb and oh. Dumber pops be? It's got to be in the works. If they do Dumb and Dumber pops, I could see the regulars, yeah. and then also them in the tuxedos. Oh yeah. Yeah, the neon, the the past, sorry, pastel, yeah, tuxedos. Well, then they can do the shag and wagon as a pop ride. Yeah. Oh my god, they're, they've got to be in the works. I hope if you're listening, Funko. Yeah, it's Dumb and Dumber. Be, yeah, those would be oh, insane. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, that would, would probably sell way better than planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm just being selfish. Well, about those, I mean, you know, but but yeah, those dumb like there's a million Dumb and Dumber pops you could do too. Yeah, like when you actually sit down and actually think through all the scenes of the movie, like Super Troopers. Yeah. When they did the Super Troopers pops, and you and I are like, oh, they could have done this and this and yeah. this and this. And they and this. just gave us the three, the yeah. Mac, Farva. Which I love. All three Farva, of them are just yeah. are pimp. But yeah. you could have done three, four, five more. You could have done so many things. Same with Dumb and Dumber. You could do you yeah. know, 12, 13, 14 pops, right? Give it to us. Yeah. We want Dumb yeah. and Dumber pops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, great topic, man. Yep. I this, like it. Uh, I love it. Uh, folks, tune in anytime kdogandfish.com where you're uploading these podcasts onto soundcloud we're gonna try and get them on itunes as well and uh we will look forward to the next one sounds good to me thanks for listening in i am fish i'm kiddo and we'll talk to you next time see ya